The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Back to the Noise Candy Podcast. It's G here. I'm with Carzel. Yo, yo. Tyler uh, Tyler ain't make it today. He's a little under the weather. He'll be back next episode, but you got us in the meantime. We got some music to cover today. We got some shit from Trippy Red, Rod Wave, Sosmua. Unfortunately, no West Side Gone, as anticipated, but we did get something from someone else from Griselda, Rick Hyde. He dropped plates, too. Uh, as far as singles, we got shit from artists like Young Thug, Gunna, Lil TJ, Rich the Kid, Lil Wayne, Chef G, A Boogie, and Sleepy Hollow, as well as many more that we could slow, we could we could briefly touch on as well. But yeah, so I guess the biggest thing to uh, cover that everyone's been anticipating is the new Trippy Red album. Yeah. So what do you what do you, what do you think about that? All right. Um. Okay. So I wanted I wanted to like this more than I did yeah yeah and i i I feel like it's one of those things where the idea it seems very nice in in your head and just the way he executed it he could have just executed it better because it was a good attempt it was a good no it was a it was a very good attempt it's just that he overdid it with the beats the beats were overkill like i can see if, if he had like three or four songs that sounded like you know all the albums sounded like but he didn't, and it was like literally the same beat. I I really liked the beat to Mr. Rage and Holy Smokes, but the beats, and I was hoping for similar beats, but these beats are so close to that that I it makes me not like it. Like I like the beats, but I like them as each as their own entity. I don't like them paired together in this entire album because it just sounds like a big fucking mess. No, it does, and you know? that's and like I don't know if he was going for that, and you know what I'm saying, but. I don't know, like it, this this project that we got from him just it just wasn't, you know, like I wanted to to like it more because I I really did like the like the bars were there, the lyrics were there. I actually kind of laughed at some of the lyrics, not you know because they were because because they were they were funny, you know. But it's just like overall, and then some of the songs to me weren't really mixed good. Like that first track to me was not mixed good at all. Oh, Molly Hart. Yeah, that was yeah. not. Yeah. What, what do you think about the uh, the the Drake song not making the cut? See, I knew that Drake wasn't going to be on here because this album. Yeah, first of all, okay, it, like I tell everybody, right? If Trippy Red is going to be on a song with Drake, he can't do Trippy. He can't be Trippy Red. He has to be Trippy Blue. Okay. Right. And what <laughs> I mean, and, and what I mean by that is he can't do that that weird screaming like with his voice he he can't do all of that he's he's kind of changed a little bit he's kind of chilled a little bit on that like as of like, oh yeah his older stuff yeah there's some songs that paid more homage to that on here which i think is kind of cool that is cool older trippy red fan right the things about trippy red is that trippy red has been in, at the same place now for a little while which isn't a bad thing he is now a lot of people he has on here he is more relevant then and he has a bigger fan base then and he gets higher numbers and he's you know He's overall a bigger artist than, you know, such as, you know, Ski Master Slump God, um, 
you know, obviously X at this point in Juice World because they've kind of passed and Trippy Red is you know, still making music. That's, you know, and like, right. that's self-explanatory. Right. You know, maybe if they weren't dead, it would be different. But um, So Fago, he's bigger than him, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and Trippy is, I would say, he is more relevant than the average SoundCloud rapper. And mostly out of all of the people that were in his graduating class of SoundCloud rappers, he is one of the... M- very few who have who has made it out and still has a solid fan base. That's that's very but true. He has never had that extra push. He never ended up getting that Drake stimulus package, and he hasn't got it this time around either. No. So I feel like one thing that Trippy needs to do is I think that he needs that push to kind of, and maybe that will help push his creative balance as well. You know, maybe that will make him more creative ultimately as well. Because if you think about it, Lil Durk was kind of in a similar position as Trippy right at one point. He was Drake stimulus. Yeah, package. like he was. And this Trippy just needs to do something. I like, I like that. He, I like the, the effort that he put into this album. You could definitely tell the effort is there. And a lot of the songs are good. The, well, yes, the Juice World feature that was it. It doesn't that, sound like a copy and paste of Ju- Juice World feature. It actually sounds no, pretty good. It's pretty it, catchy. It actually you know? sounded really good. Now we had a we had a talk. Uh, yesterday, right, yeah, right, and we were talking about like Trippy Red and everything, and um, you said that Trippy Red is is kind of left out of that conversation. He is. He thing is about Trippy Red is that, and no disrespect to Trippy Red, but he wants to so as as much as he may be separated from the other SoundCloud artists that got left behind because he's still in the he's still in the picture, you know, in hip hop, you know, as of today, which is a good thing because, you know, he was you know, he was riding that SoundCloud wave and, you know, a lot of people fell from that shit. Like Lil Pump, Six Nine, et cetera, yeah, right. et cetera, you know. Right. Um But he just doesn't have that classic album that defines his sound yet. I think that um Playboy Cardi arguably has two, depending on what you prefer. I prefer yeah. Die Lit being that album. A lot of people think his self-titled album is that album, but he has he has that I album. I prefer the self-titled album, too. Yeah, I mean, he has that album. Lucy, yeah. he has, right. depending on who you ask, uh, Lucy Vert vs. the World or Love is Rage, you know? And that's from, he's he's in that kind of clique of rappers, yeah. but Trippy Red doesn't really have that album. No. A Love Letter to You 1, A Love Letter to You 3, and A Love Letter to You 4 were all great. They were great. They were they were great albums. They were very consistent yes. albums. They had a lot of great bops to them and shit like that. You could bump them all day, but it just was still missing something. It never, it, he never really kept like, yeah, you could see the personality. You know what I'm saying, like on those, but he it, he he never brought that it exactly like, like how they brought yeah. that it. Now it being whatever he has to bring to the table to really be in the conversation, but he never brought that it. And that's why he's not in that conversation anymore. No, no, exactly. And that just Or never was. And I think that he has potential to, to to do so to drop that album. And I think I like his attempts. I like his uh him switching everything up. I think that Trippy Red's come a long fucking way. And I mean like a long way from us calling him a little Uzi clone to you know, not no, two yes. years ago, three years ago at this point. I think he's definitely turned into his own entity in a sense. I think that he definitely keeps his fans happy. I think that that uh, the rock album with Travis Barker and the lots of the production had yeah. um, that had a very good reception. I know a lot of people that listen to Trippy really like that album. A lot of people really like the Love Letter to You Four. And Trippy Red fans are usually pretty happy with the stuff he puts out. But as an outside fan, as someone that was a big fan at one point, and I still mm-hmm. am a fan, I just 
look at it as I'm just waiting for that album. Yeah, and I'm waiting. Seems, yeah, if, and it seems like with Trippy Red, it's just me picking like, oh, I like a few of these songs off this album. I like a few of these songs, but there's not really that it album. If you ask someone, you want to introduce someone to Trippy Red, you don't really have a introductory album. You really don't. And you kind of just got to send them a bunch of loose songs from multiple albums. Yeah, loosey gooseys. You know, and that's that's why he really isn't in that kind like in that talk either. So what's what songs did you like off this shit? All right, so let me see. So if I can pull the track list. Okay, so I did, I liked MP5. I liked it too, but the Sofago verse was just kind of like. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I don't. Be, right. I know I'm going to get shit on for that, but I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting for Sofago to impress me on something, you know, off. What's what's it called? Like he had an off the grid or something like that too. No, yeah, 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 yeah. And then he had um, like knock knock. That was like one of his more recent ones. I don't know. I just I I have yet to find a song that really gets me onto him. But I don't know. Maybe 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 soon. Right. Yeah. Um. So uh yeah. So track number two, track number five. I like because Holy of smokes. no. That's that's number four. Number five is Supercell. Bro, number number six is Supercell. Is it? Yeah. Okay, sorry. Hold on. What the fuck, listen? <laughs> no, yeah, I'm listening. Yeah, okay. I cannot count today. So let Supercell. Me... That's a that's a DBZ song, right? Yeah, Supercell. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. I fucked with that. Yeah. Um. Uh. Let me see. Mr. Rage, obviously, but that's we already heard that one. Um. Uh. Let me see. I. I actually like Demon Time. I thought the beat was pretty cool. Yeah. It was it was a slight change from the rest of the beats. Exactly. Even though it wasn't a big change. Yeah, and right. And Ski Mask was, uh, his verse was cool. I liked you it. You know, I liked it. It was all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You know, it wasn't anything crazy, but it was not, It was a nice addition to the song, I'd say. Right. I'd definitely say it complimented it. I liked uh, the the next track, uh, Matt Hardy ninety nine. That was that was a dope song. That was a good song. That's one of my favorite songs on there. That was a good yeah. song. I was I was really Im- like impressed by that song. You got vibes, new money, um, Danny Phantom. That was basically just the remake of Ghostbusters from twenty eighteen. But I really didn't. And, but that was a, that was a good one. I like the original Ghostbusters better. But uh, well, me. yeah. I mean, so did I. But I feel like you know this wasn't bad. It, it, no, I'd, I'd say I say it wasn't like I'd say it's appropriate because a lot of people haven't heard that song, so it's kind of cool that it was repackaged and throw X out there on it too, you know? right? Yeah, because his verse, you know, was pretty dope on it. Uh, you got Space Time, Baki or Baki or whatever the fuck that's supposed to mean. Um, iPhone, Rich Motherfucker. Damn, is there some uh, real creative song names? <laughs> um, that song with Lil Durk and Polo G, Rich Motherfucker. That shit's that shit's pretty dope. I thought that it was, was cool. dope. But the, my only issue with the song was I really could not tell who was who. You legitimately didn't know who was on the song. I asked you. Yeah. I, I said, I said, you like, I said yeah, he killed it. I said, yeah, Lil Durk and Polo G do the thing on it. And you go, what? Who do you think yeah. that was? You thought that was Trippy Red the whole time? Said, yeah. Just, that was Trippy Red. That'd be pretty impressive, the fact that he could no, right. his voice that yeah. much. No, right. <laughs> I really did think that. I don't know why I thought that, but I really did think that. The uh, Captain Crunch, Babyface Ray, Sada Baby, and Ice Wear Vezza. That was, that was all right. Yeah. Um, overall, I think the, the Drake feature would have pushed this up a little higher, maybe like a, a point higher in this. And Trippy Red, I'm not shitting on you when I do this. Okay. So you got to take into consideration that this is an average score, but I'm going to give you a five out of 10 because the efforts there, 
the beats were pretty cool at first. They were very refreshing until they weren't. Yeah. And you made it for every single track almost. Uh, the features are kind of a hit or miss, but the ones that are hits are pretty good hits, are I'd definitely say. hits. So I'm going to give you a 5 out of 10 on this. Um, I think it's a pretty average album. I think that the songs that are good are definitely worth checking out. And I think the album as a whole, though, isn't really going to sit heavy in my rotation for a while. But I'm hoping I'm hoping the best, though, for Trippy Red in the future. I'm hoping that he has something more in store for us. Maybe drops a deluxe for this shit. But I'm sticking with a 5 out of 10. What do you got? Okay, I'm going to give it... Okay, in terms of me, like, actually liking this project, like, you know, because to me, to, like, to me, Trippy Red is either hit or miss. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a fact. So I'm going to give it a 6-5 for effort, right? Now, here's the thing. Uh, my two big issues um, with this project was, uh, which I'm kind of drawing drawing a blank, but, um, you know, like, like as we stated before, the beats, because, like, the thing about it is, too, he could have just got Pierre Bourne to do, like, all the beats. I, I mean, at least they would have probably sounded a lot different than what we got. You know, right, right. you know, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you know, um, I forgot my other point. <laughs> Wait, did this Pierre make all the beats for this? No, it's or some, that it sounds like some Pierre. Boy it sounds like, no, it's not it like, I feel like what he, I feel like what he was going for was like a Pierre type style. Like, yo, can you so just, why, why didn't he just ask Pierre? That's what that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking what? like you know what I'm saying. I was thinking like you could have just asked Pierre Bourne to do the production of this album. Even though some of the beats on there are really dope, I think that you're right. If what you're trying to say, if what I think you're trying to say is what you're trying to say is, if we we're gonna hear a bunch of Pierre Bourne beats in one tape, Pierre would have executed it better. He would have had yeah because more like differences do no, it yeah you know, right. Then. Because he because Pierre Bourne already gave us uh, Chavo's World Two, which that which all the beats you could tell are pure, I, pure, pure, yeah, <laughs> are Pierre style. Because I mean, like, because like he made them obviously, but they never sounded the same. They didn't. They didn't get get old. That's true. That is true. After the after the fourth or fifth track, which I now re- remember my last point that I that I forgot. The point that I was going to make was this. I feel like this could have been cut down to like 10 tracks at best. And I say that yeah. because I was fine with the album. And although my ears bled since the third track from me listening to it, I will say this. It got really exhausting after track 10. I was literally, I was at that point, I was ear fatigued. I was drained. You know what I would do? You know what I would pick? I'd pick this as the track list. I'd throw MP5 on there. Yep. We were going to actually throw the Drake track on there. Yep. Holy Smokes on there. Yep. Supercell on there. Okay. Miss the Rage. Yep. Uh, Demon Time. Yep. Matt Hardy. Yep. Danny Phantom. Okay. Rich Motherfucker. Yep. And whatever other one. There you go. Ten songs right there. Because you have at least you have at least a good seven decent songs. I'd yeah. Say, I, you like, know? Like yeah. Out of, the, out of the how many songs did we get? We got 17? We got 18. Okay, eighteen songs. Yep. Okay, okay. So that's why I said he could have like literally cut that down to like ten, and it wouldn't have been so. It wouldn't have been bad. I mean, you know, but it just seemed like after track eleven, I was just like, oh my god, there's like there's like other songs on here. I'm surprised you gave it a six five. 
You see, I'm surprised I'm rating a Trippy Red album lower than you are. You know, it, I yeah. think I'm just been harsh. You know, I'm no, I'm, no. I'm being cutthroat with these fucking no, no, these no. ratings. I think you're being a little too friendly right now. Maybe I am, but see, but here's the thing: I'm being a little bit too friendly because I act well because I genuinely enjoyed this this project for what it was, despite what it what it lacked and what it did wrong. You know oh yeah, and that's why I still gave it the five. And it, this <laughs> is <laughs> well, yeah, but at the same time, it's just like. You know, I actually liked this project because I didn't like, I you know, I wasn't a huge fan of like of like Pegasus or any of that other stuff. You know, so me me liking this, like, I was surprised that I enjoyed somewhat of this of this project. I think Trippy Red is very very uh, versatile and has a lot of a creative ability. I just think that he is very versatile, but where he lacks that in is he doesn't put forth any extra effort into what he's doing. So he just puts he he's very very versatile. But he half-asses everything that he does. That's what I was going to say, too. And kind of, I don't mean yeah. that in an insult way. That's all I want to say a compliment of anything. Because that means if you could throw out a half-ass thing and people still like it, that means I'm trying to say that you're you're able to do more. I, I, I think able, you're capable yeah. of more. I think Trippie Wright is a very, very capable artist. No, yeah. And that has been seen like he's come a long fucking way since doing the, the fake beefing bullshit antics of 6 9 yes. He's come a long way since then. And I can yes, definitely recognize Trippie Red as being very creative and you know doing his own thing and always have something new and fresh and exciting to, to give us. And that's where I give Trippie Red his props. But when you throw out very, very experimental albums and you don't put 100% into them, you're going to be... You know, you're you're gonna have critics like me fucking shitting on them, and that's coming yeah. from a that's coming from someone that's been a Trippy Red fan since like 2017. No, yeah, so, right. You know, it's it just hey, constructive criticism, man. It's all I'm gonna give it. You know, you know, it's funny because we we both agreed that that Trippy Red was kind of uh, uh, mediocre when it came like when it comes to him being versatile, right? The thing about it is too, I wish he would put forth. Um, I wish he, I, I wish that he would put forth uh, effort into like actually rapping because he has displayed his rapping abilities too. Oh yeah, we yeah we've mentioned that yeah definitely. He, like he definitely has, and it's and it's really good, like really good. Like what's that one line that that you always quote? Oh, bro, I've said that on this podcast like five times. I'm the I'm the bullet in the barrel of the gun that shot Kennedy. That's fire. Right. You know what I'm saying? See stuff like that. I want to hear. You know what I'm saying? No, that's a fact. You know what I'm saying? So if I feel like if he put forth, you know, his great effort, like to all that stuff, he it will be it will be dope because he because he does have the potential to like really like to be bigger than he is now. No, that's a fact. He does. I, I do like old Trippy Red too. I am a sucker for uh, old SoundCloud Trippy Red back when he was Trippy Blue. Even he has a tape that's exclusively on SoundCloud called Old Self, and it's a bunch of old songs uh, t- that were put together between, I think, like, I don't know, like 2015 to 2017 or something like that. And that those are pretty dope as well. Yeah. If you like Trippy Red's older stuff, I, I it's a little more whiny, so you may not like it. Okay. But anyone that is listening to this that's an old Trippy Red fan, like into his, you know, his old SoundCloud days Trippy Red, I advise you check out the project entitled Old Self. It's very cool. Very it's worth a listen. It has a few good, uh, few good songs on there. You know, you can see Trippy Red kind of, Turn into trippy red in a sense, you know. There's a lot of like Uzi, you know, influence and stuff. In yeah, this early stuff, but it's still pretty dope to say the least. Okay, that was definitely worth mentioning as a project too. Okay, um, yeah. But that's what you're sitting on then. Six five. Six five. Six five and a five out of ten. Okay, I'll take it. Um, 
So hopefully if he drops a deluxe for this, it's not painfully terrible and it's not 30 songs, <laughs> which yeah. we actually have a deluxe to cover now because yep. Rod Wave dropped the deluxe version of Soulfly. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're, they're Rod Wave songs. Yeah, you know? they're, yeah um, they're typical like, like Rod Wave songs. No song really, Rod Wave fans don't shit on me. I'm a Rod Wave fan. No songs really stuck out. Take the blame is I, what's wrong is I. You know, um, 2019 was pretty cool. It was a nice change in pace. No, no, yes, it was. Um, it had it a was. cool beat and flow. It did. The guitar was a nice uh, touch to it, even though, the, you know, uh, Rod Wave is no stranger to having a guitar-like instrumental on his shit. Um, I thought it was pretty good, though. I feel like he put in a little more effort into that song than the previous two. Um, the song with Kodak Black, Get Ready, that shit was pretty dope. That was a good song, yes, it uh, was. That's probably my favorite song off the deluxe. Uh, there was a cool... Uh, with a, like a soul gospel lady singing type sample going on in the middle of it, the break up between uh, his and Kodak's verse. I thought that was pretty cool as well. Right. Uh, Kodak does his thing. He sounds a little more monotone, a little more um, – his voice seems a little more uh, deeper almost. Right, yeah. You know, it's it, 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 was a, it was a cool contribution. Like I said, it's probably my favorite song on there. Um, I want to hear it. Um that was a typical Rod Wave song, too, but I felt like that kind of stuck out from the rest. Um, his delivery and his confidence seemed a little more on point, I'd say, than uh, the previous songs. I'd say it's made it stick out a little more. Losing My Cool was all right. Um, the Lil Dirk song was pretty cool. Um, it was a generic Lil Dirk feature. Yeah. <laughs> generic Rod Wave song. Um, right. It was still all right, though, for what it was. Um, Escape, same, basically, basically the same thing. Um... I would say that this deluxe contribution, and this is the part, this is separated from the rest of the album. This is just a deluxe. As this, I'm just rating this as a deluxe contribution to the original album. Um, I'm gonna give it a four out of ten. <laughs> oh wow! Oh wow! I, I am a Rod Wave fan. You oh. know, I'm a little Dirk fan. I'm a Kodak Black fan. It's just that. You know, it just sounded like a lot of the same song, you know, and that's Rod yeah. Wave is very talented, but I feel like he just kind of was like, you know, I'm just going to throw some shit together and throw a deluxe on there, which I might, I can't really shit on him for because a lot of artists do that. But it wasn't really that eventful for me. I uh, give it a four. Yeah, out of 10. no, like all the songs kind of sounded. I mean, they they fit the they 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 fit the Soulfly like I guess theme of the album. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the only two songs I could really see myself going back to was 2019 and Get Ready with Kodak Black. Yeah, and that's kind of why I gave it what I gave it. You right. Know? Yeah. Right. But for you know, for a ride, I think someone that is uh, heavy into Ride Waves music, I think that they will be satisfied with it. But um, not much more than that. They're not going to be blown away or anything by it. But maybe I'm wrong. You know, at the end of the day, it's just it's just my opinion. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, that's true. What do you What do you give it? Uh, I give it about about like a five. A five. A five. Because with the generous. Uh... Listen, because the the thing is, I do like like Rod Wave. The only problem is that he kind of gets a little bit uneventful for me because you know it's just I I don't want to listen to a whole album full of sad songs. You know, like I could see like a couple like singles and you talking about like right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I'm just that. Even if they are sad songs, at least like break it up and make it like yeah, like throw make, different flows. And yeah, stuff like in there like and... make it interesting. The thing is about Rod Wave is I love Rod Wave. I think Rod Wave is very talented. He's one of the uh, 
the most talented new artist out that we right probably now. ever got. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's great with hooks. Yes. Getting Rod Wave on a hook is probably like 80K at this point. You yes, know? basically. Um, he definitely made a great contribution to the Rich Off Pain song with Lil Dirk and Lil Baby off their mixtape. You know, he's made a lot of great contributions with hooks and verses with a lot of, of recent artists and their uh, the, the recently dropped albums and shit like that. But I just think that he just needs to try something new. He needs to experiment yeah, with formulas like, and stuff yes. like that. And this is coming from a Rod Wave fan, you know, so it's... Yeah, like, let's try something new. Like, okay, you 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 gave us the blues, like, you know, like the like the, like the the blues-style albums. Let's try something more, like, up upbeat. He, sa- he said, too, on Twitter, he's like, after I drop this, I'm out. So I don't know that when he says he's out, I don't know if he means, like... I'm taking a break for a while. Maybe he's taking a break and working on a new album. Maybe getting into his creative mode. But you know what? I'm not going to shit on Rod Wave because Rod Wave is so early in his career that he has so no, much. Yeah. He has so much time to you know get bigger and grow as an artist. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the of the doubt on this. And uh, the original Soulfly got really good reception, and a lot of his fans liked it. Had some great features on it. So I'm going to kind of you know. Kick this one under the bus. I don't know. That's even a fucking. I was trying to throw together some type of terminology, but um, yeah, or metaphor. But um, yeah, I think that I think that I'm not gonna. I'm gonna give this a four, but I'm gonna give it very lightly because I'm gonna keep in mind that he has had a very very large impact generally, other than this deluxe contribution. So I will, I will not shit on him for that very reason. No right, yeah. You know, just these songs were just. You know, they were just Rod Wave songs. You know? Right. Wait till we get to the singles, though. Wait till we get to the singles. Oh, so we yeah. got this thing now. We're going to do, if it, we're going to either say it's dope or we're going to nope it. All right? So it's just real quick, kind of corny, but dope or nope. You know, real quick like that, you know? Yep. Uh, so that's what we're going to do when we hit around the singles. It's kind of hard to do that for albums because, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, yeah. you know, you, you have like a, a really, really like great album drop with tons of fucking different layers to it and things that, to digest and break down in the album as far as its elements and everything like that. I'm not just going to summarize it with a dope. You know? Like, <laughs> no, for, yeah, for, right. For, for singles, you know, yeah, we right, can definitely yeah. do that. For singles, we can definitely do that. We can definitely get away with that. So we're going to do that. But, um, but yeah, Ride Wave, where I'm going to give you a 4 out of 10, buddy. I'm going to give you a 4 out of 10 for that. Carzel, you sticking with the five out of ten for that? Yep. Five cinco, out of ten. Cinco. So we didn't have West Side Gun drop. No. But we had Rick Hyde from Griselda drop instead. Yeah. Do you know why West Side Gun didn't drop? I didn't see anything about that. Okay, so the reason why West Side Gun dropped is because of this reason, if I can find it really quick. The the, the album is uh the album is Hitler Wears Her Mess Eight, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So this is the tweet that we got, right? At 11- I, listened, I listened to three, but I don't think I've listened to all of them. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, three was a really big one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was. All right. So around 11... Let me see. Today is that Yep. So around 11.33 p.m. Uh, last night, uh, he puts on Twitter, listen, y'all, the album is, is done. I'm mixing and mastering as we speak. Even if it's finished tonight, it'll still have to come out next week. For it to hit all DSPs at the same time. I I promise you it's worth the wait. I can kick my feet up knowing not, knowing that nothing can't mess with it. That's cool. So I you know what I actually believe you, Westside, because you're actually a man of your word, unlike 
some people. <laughs> Kanye. Uh, Kanye. <clears throat> looking, yeah, looking at you, bro. No. Which we are going to cover Kanye <laughs> later. You know, just a heads up. We're covering Kanye. News on Kendrick Lamar's new album. Yeah. We're going to get some news on that. Yep. We're just going to tease you with that shit right now. Um. But I'm I'm anticipating the West Side album next week. I I am too. I, I think the Rick Hyde album is will be enough to kind of yes fulfill us in the meantime. Yes, I haven't gotten around to listen to it yet. Did you listen to it? Yes, uh, I I did check out the Rick Hyde album. Um, Plates two to me is a really step up forward from the first Plates. Okay, like this one felt like it was more eventful. Like you know what I'm saying? Right. Like this. Like when I, like when, when I think of like I guess his his plates series you know i think of like plates too because plates too it seems like you know that like the the direction that he was going with it it was fully like it was it was fully re- uh recognized here okay you know what i'm saying so what's what's your what's the overall vibe of the whole album is it um is it compare is it comparable to the like as far as like the instrumentals for example is it comparable to the uh the boldy james album from last week um they there there is a lot of like darker samples on here. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um I feel like if anybody was to listen to it which this might turn people like like people off, but just bear in mind, if you were to listen to this, I would say you would have to play this like in your AirPods or like your headphones right. and really listen to what Rick Hyde is saying. You know what I'm saying? Cuz see, a lot of people, you know, a major complaint that I always see with like Conway, Westside, Benny, uh, Jonesy, BFS, Heem, all of them is that they rap about the same thing. Okay, to address that really quick. Okay, that's not a wrong criticism. However, it's they're rapping in my in their in their defense. They're rapping their truth. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you rap your truth, it's like you know what I'm saying. I mean, yes, that they could talk about like anything, like because like 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 you know, but. When you, especially, because they're in a very, how can I put this? They're they're in a lane of hip-hop that really isn't popular anymore. Okay. They just happen to, like, be the forefront of it now because, you know, they... And what, what, what lane would you consider that to be? Uh, it's, okay, it's weird. Because it, it is street rap. But I would say it's. But it's not like it doesn't have the like it's the modern elements of yeah, a street it, rap track that separates it from a like a little baby and little Dirk. Track. Yeah, it's yeah. like that, but it's much more conscious in a sense. Or maybe you can more... say it's it's much more lyrical. You have to like listen to it to grab. What I would say it's saying. more. I would just say yeah, because it's not like they're really breaking down anything. That hasn't been covering, done before. Covering yeah. any more topics than them, but it's almost like it's developed more. Yes, it's yeah, more yeah. developed. No, I get that. I get it's that. more developed and lyrical, like bar heavy street rap. So this kind of in a sense is the type of album that I would get on like a vinyl, which I was saying about the Boldy. Yes, record. you would get this on a really? vinyl, and you would and you would play this to, and you would and you would just let the whole track just like you like you would like you would let the whole album just play. Okay. Just like just 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 leave it there and let it play, and you would absorb this. Right. You okay. know what I'm saying, and. The cool thing about this album that I did like was there was numerous DJ Shea references. That now, was very appropriate. Rest in peace, DJ Shea. Yes. Now the reason now um, the uh, the reason why is because DJ Shea is kind of like the backbone of Griselda. Uh, yes. Yeah. No. Yes. Exactly. And on top of that, DJ Shea also uh, um, 
taught Rick High, you know, how to produce. Because right. Rick High is also a producer as 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 right. well. You know what I'm saying? So some of those beats he probably made him himself. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So That's cool. Yeah. So, you know, so it's kinda like, you know, so I, I did I did appreciate that. We even we even get a track well not a track, but we even got a interlude from his I think his it's his older brother. Well his 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 brother Booney, which he's currently uh in jail at the moment. Okay. You okay. know what I'm saying? So that was a good touch. You know what I'm saying? And if you know anything they're more they, like you know what I'm saying, if you're if you're from the western New York area, you know you you do have the Bennies and the you know the 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 Rick Hyde's. Booney really isn't. Um, I won't say like he's not well known because because he is like, like he is like he he is like heard of here. It's just that I feel like with Booney he has not reached his full potential yet. He hasn't had that breakout you know like, that, like how. Yeah. Westside had back in 2015 right. or, or what Conway. Benny did with the with yeah. Tana Talk or something like yeah. that. Yeah, right. you know what I'm saying? He hasn't he hasn't had that Which yet. I'm sure I'm sure he will. He I will event yes, he he will eventually. Yes. And I'm 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 fine with waiting for this Westside good album because I'm happy that he's trying to perfect it. And we've been getting pretty blessed by Griselda as of late anyways. Yes, they're the, very we consistent. The, we also had that Benny um, was like a mixtape EP almost. Oh yeah, sense. it was a it was an EP. I really liked Flood the Block on there. That was my favorite. Flood the song Block was it. good. Super dope. Seventy um, seventy three was good. That was super cool. The too. last track with him and Kanye was good. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You said, All, you said Kanye. Oh man, Conway the machine. <laughs> Kanye the machine. <laughs> you know, so like I said, so you know, but with the Rick Hyde thing, is it's one of those projects where you would where like you would play it up like absorb it as he tells you tales from like what went on in buffalo when he was you know like out here like in the streets and everything like oh that. word word you know what i'm saying so he's a, he's a good storytelling rapper as well you can kind of say that you okay. know what i'm saying I, like, I, I like that like like most of what he he, he raps about takes inspiration from his 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 background oh, right. you know exactly. what i'm saying which which a lot of street rappers do to a certain extent but if yeah. you can if you can flourish while doing it and be very good at that that yes. will make you stick out from you know, that's what made King Von stick out from his yes, contemporaries, that's, you know? that's very true. Um, that's what made King Von stick out from even Lil Durk, you know? Yeah. Lil Durk isn't very proficient in storytelling as much as King Von was. No, yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? So in terms of my uh, my score that I'm going to give it, I'm going to give this, since this is a really step up, like, you know, from the first plates, I'm going to give this a, a 8 out of 5. Sorry, a 8. An 8 out of 5, wow. I mean a 8.5 out of <laughs> Out of ten. 10. Okay. Yeah, there we go. Right, right. <laughs> Yo, sorry. Anyways, yeah. So, <laughs> wow. Anyways, so yeah. So a a eight point five out of ten. All right. All right. Yeah. I definitely got to listen to it because that's that's the highest rated album we have so far here. No. Yeah. It's I'm, it's a really dope. I like dope I like most Griselda artists, so I feel like that if I gave it a listen, I would definitely like it. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, that gives us one more album to cover. And then mm-hmm. we can jump on all these dope singles that just came out. Uh, the So Smula uh, tape that came out. Yes. Um, now, what I'm going to say first off is I think that I didn't like this album as much as I wanted to. And I think the reason for that, though, is I haven't really kept up on So Smula and um, City Morgue's recent music. And the last I kind of left off with them was like a, little f- a few years ago. Right. So I think my opinion on this is a little biased. And I think that the person that is a fan of this artist or this collective. I think that they will like it. They will be satisfied with the album. 
but it just uh, it wasn't really for me. Um, it's it's funny because whenever I listen to So Smooth, I could see where Six Nine stole his flow and his voice and everything. Like it's it just like it's just so evident. Like when people say like, "Oh, Six Nine stole his sauce," like it just makes so much sense every time I listen to him because it almost sounds like a lo-fi Six Nine. It does. Over very 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 intense beats. That are very cool, actually. Yeah. The instrumentals being one of my favorite things about this album. I think that the intro instrumental was super fucking cool. I don't think So Smooth really did anything with it. No, he didn't um, do anything. That's just the like, first song. Yeah. He was rapping in, other, in the yeah. other song. But for the intro song, I think it would be kind of cool if he dope, rapped over it. I'd be yeah, yeah, it. yeah, right. If he rapped over it. Because like, 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 like we were saying... It was kind of like listening to Playboy Cardi, and I was like, "Is this Cardi?" Like, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, it's it's like it's like six nine impersonating Cardi, but even though it's not like six nine because six nine stole everything from So Smula, but that's just how it's recognized in my head because six nine yeah. has always been the bigger artist. Um, right. But I I do I do like the the uh, the nice mixtape ode going on with the whole like. Uh, the constant trapaholics biatch going yeah. over the fucking, you know. Trapaholics. I, I, I probably do it terribly, yeah. but fucking, you know, all that shit that that's on every single song, <laughs> and yeah. I love that. I love, I love that. Listen, and I think it's very appropriate. You have to understand, our viewers and hip hop listeners have to understand that. Matter of fact, let me explain the origin because people people think people don't know the origin even to this day, right? And I'm gonna mm-hmm. give credit like where like where credit is 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 due. There is this YouTube channel called uh, Wavy Web Surfer, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. A, a little while ago, like maybe about like a year, like maybe like two years ago, he put out a, he put out a video on the actual mystery behind the Trapaholics mixtapes. You know what I'm saying? Where he breaks down the actual story and he tells us the actual like person who actually you know came up with that whole thing. You know what I'm saying? People like people think that it's uh what is it like McLovin? Yeah, no, no, <laughs> I know it's a joke. Yeah, yeah, that was a super joke. But people, people actually, they still believe that. I want to believe it. That would be so fucking cool. It would be cool, but it ain't that. What is the who is that actor again? Who the fuck is that? Um, uh, the, the McLovin I, guy. I forgot um, his name. He's a, he's in he's in uh. Kick ass too. Yeah, he's a he good is. fucking actor. He is. Like, I love yeah. all of his movies. He's pretty fucking cool, honestly. Yeah, he is. And McLovin is an iconic character, perfect person to, to cast for McLovin. You know. Yeah, right. You know but what I'm saying? I I believe that though. For the longest time, that was him doing that. <laughs> we, you know? Everybody did, but no, there's actually, um, you know, according to Wavy Web Surfer and even from stuff that I looked at too to kind of verify his his video, um, there is a producer in Texas. And he goes by the name of DJ Shadow Rogue, and he's the one who made the Trapaholic mixtapes. Oh, really? He made that, and it's I free. Miss, I miss hearing. Oh, oh, so anyone could use it? Yes. Good, because I miss hearing that in hip hop. Yes, I love hearing that in like a nice ratchet ghetto ass fucking you know like trap trap KK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even all the way back to like you know like Chief Keef, and even like in like the sound, like even like forward a few years, the SoundCloud days, even like the Smoke Perps and all those guys used it too. Like it's been it's been used for a while. I love that fucking. Yeah. I love that tag. Like, I love all those tags. Like it's a free. It was a nice contribution to the tape, and I think the instrumentals are super cool too. The rapping. Um, I think that it's not that it was bad. I just think it like so smooth is, isn't really my type of rapper. I think that's what it is, which is weird because I like a lot of City Morgue songs and stuff. But 
as a personal taste, I'm going to give it a 5 out of 10. From a fan's perspective, I think that if I was the right fan and I would been keeping up on their stuff and I liked their new stuff a lot, I think I'd be a lot more satisfied with this. And I think that if I were, was in that position, I would give it a, a 6, 5 out of 10. But my personal rating is going to stay a 5 out of 10 because I'm not going to pretend to like it from someone else's perspective to give it a higher score. It's a, no, yeah, right. right. That's, you know? yeah. But I will give it credit where it's due. You no, know? yeah. So Smooth is dope. You know, he basically crafted 6 9s entire image for who, who yeah. those who didn't know. 6 9 was basically kind of coasting off of a lot of people's other, other people's yeah. creative, you know, creative nuances they had going on. One of them and being Zilakami. Yeah, one of them being Zilakami and Sosmula. Yep. Um, that's, I don't know why I said Sosmula. I should say mainly Zilakami he took it from, but yes. also Sosmula since they were a part of City Morgue. Yep. And once 6ix9ine kind of got big enough, he kind of abandoned these guys, ran with their style, and he made millions off of it. Yep. For those who didn't know, now you know. Yeah. And that's why, you know, we deserve to give credit to where credit's credit due, due because, yeah. you know, yep. God forbid we're gonna cover a six nine album or something like that, and we don't cover this. No, like, no, yeah, can't, we can't right, you know yeah, what right, I mean? Like, right, give respect where it's due. Right, but yeah, I'm gonna give that a five out of ten. But now we got the fucking singles. We got them singles. What's good? We got okay. So we got Gunna, Young Thug. They're dropping some shit from their upcoming albums yep. or mixtapes or whatever. So we got the YSL gang all dropping some shit. Yep. Lil Wayne drops some shit with Rich the Kid. Lil TJ dropped another song. Chef G featuring A Boogie with A with, featuring A Boogie and Sleepy Hollow dropped the song. I'm talking way too fucking fast. Yeah. And then, yeah, then we also got other ones that dropped as well. These ones we will not be covering, but we can cover in the future if someone reaches out and tells us they want us to cover a certain song they can contact us on our instagram noise candy or something that they want us to cover a specific song but also what came out is in my blood mo3 feature moray Chice, pocket justin rari unburden melvoni brothers keeper little easy i don't know the song even dropped Killbunk, chanel bag featuring scory um icy narco stress but yeah we're going to cover these main ones though so, first things first, let's cover YSL. Let's cover YSL. Let's do it, bro. So, that Gunna song, nine times out of ten. Nine times out of ten, Gunna is dropping heat. Yeah. Heat. <laughs> heat. This song is dope. I like it. I fucks with it. I'm giving this shit a dope. A dope, too. You are? It, you are, too? It was good, yeah. It was, it, was, it was refreshing to me. It was refreshing because he changed just enough where it didn't just sound like another song off of Slime Season 3 or 2 or 1. But he still stayed true to the Gunna sound. No, the yeah. The beat is very intoxicating and psychedelic-like. Uh, Gunna has a nice, refreshing new flow. The music video is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I'm going to give that shit a dope. It makes me very excited to see what he has in store for Drip Season 4. Yep. Um, I'm sure he he has a fuck ton of new flows and fucking shit to show us, new bars and everything like that. Gunna's always got something in his pocket, you know. Um Gunna's been consistently dropping heat, I'd say, for the past couple of years. I wouldn't say Definitely. one album is particularly better than the other. I liked his first, I think it was Trip Season 1 the best. Okay. But I think that he's been pretty consistent since then. And I think with Young Thug um, backing him up to kind of uh, yes. be his mentor in a sense, I think that's been the best thing for him. And uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this shit. I'm going to give this shit a dope. Dope too. Yep. Dope. All right, word. Uh, we, got, we got Lil Wayne. All right, Lil Wayne featuring Rich the Kid, feeling like Tunchi. Uh, so, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give a um, okay, go an ahead. analysis or okay, kind of just yep. like kind of like a go something ahead, I've ahead. noticed, an observation. Okay. Now, Rich the Kid has been counted out these past couple of years. 
mm-hmm. and it has to do with a whole lot of things. Him is kind of being a dickhead, being a very unlikable character on social media. Yep. Him kind of shitting on Lil Uzi and then getting clowned by Lil Uzi by running out in like some fight, running behind a Starbucks counter during a fight with Lil Uzi. Right. Starting a whole bunch of memes and Rich the Kid basically being clowned, counted out, and then 6 9 clowning him and everyone calling him Rent the Kid and all this shit. <laughs> Rich the Kid has been getting steadily shit on for years now. And I'm not going to lie. I, I like my fair share of Rich the Kid songs. I don't hate Rich the Kid. Um, I think that Rich the Kid's um, talents don't stretch as far as he may believe they do. Yeah, 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 I think yeah that right. He kind of, uh, He's got some. He's he's always talking some big cap a lot of the time, but I'm not yeah, gonna, I'm not gonna have that affect me liking his music or not. Um, now I am gonna say that he's been trying different things. I don't think anything's really been <laughs> working. Nah, yeah, nah. <laughs> but the efforts there, and that's <laughs> that that means a lot to me. The efforts yeah. there instead of just throwing the same shit out over and over again. But I do respect Rich the Kid from a business perspective because he is trying really hard to kind of link up and build relationships. With different artists that already have a cult following and trying to kind of integrate himself into those artists' cult following. That That's very true. NBA Youngboy being an example yes. previously. Yes. So yes. NBA Youngboy, he was doing that for a while for. And I thought his tape with NBA Youngboy was actually pretty dope. It I was dope. That a lot of the songs in there were pretty cool. I you know listen to them still you know even today. Um, I think it dropped like a few months ago. Like, no, like six months to like a year ago, somewhere between that range or something like that. Um I think that a lot of people didn't give it a chance, um, and that kind of showed in the uh, sales. I don't know if you ever saw, but AI Youngboy sold like a hundred thousand first week, or so, even even above that. I think like well above that. And his following album was the album with Rich the Kid, and that sold like bro. I'm telling you, that sold 17k or something crazy with that first yeah. week. People no, didn't did. even, Youngboy fans didn't even give it a chance. Nope. Because Rich the Kid was on it. Exactly. And even people that didn't even really listen to Youngboy, they didn't give it a chance either because Rich the Kid was on it. And that just goes to show that no matter what Rich the Kid drops, I think that he's going to be counted. Unless he drops in that's like really, really undeniably heat, I think that he's going to continue being counted out of the conversation. And I think that's what he's doing here with Lil Wayne because he see it didn't work to NBA Youngboy. Yeah. So he's like, all right, I'm going to kind of ride... What Wayne's got going on I'm gonna try He's got a big fan base I'm gonna try making Some songs with him Maybe people will Start feeling my shit And Which I feel like Listen I feel like This would actually work Right Because Of the fact that Lil Wayne Genuinely Likes Rich the Kid Like he can He does, he does. Like he considers He considers him To be a goat I guess at skateboarding And they do have A great re- Relationship Even though I did not like The song that they put out Not like I mean, Wayne was obviously fine. Like, you know, what Wayne I'm was all right. It was it was typical Lil Wayne. I yeah, love Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne's a legend, but yes. it's like, you know, a Lil Wayne song. Richard yeah. Kid couldn't even stay on beat. No, he had his he had no. his moments where it was it had some cool witty bars and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, shit, right. But, you know what I'm saying? But you know, and I think that him and Lil Wayne is gonna rock out together. So you know, because they're 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 genuinely like friends now. You know what I'm saying? So despite what we may think. I feel like this might work out for for, for Rich the Kid. He might kind of get he might kind of get back, you know. Not to where like he I don't was. think the song's gonna pop off the way you think it is. Maybe not, but I feel like if they keep building that rapport, they might make something good. Right. They, yeah. they, there's a chance they might make something good. This song to me wasn't that. It wasn't that it that we that we are always talking about here. But I feel like maybe one day his best bet. 
honestly. Mm-hmm. It's because even regular hip hop is still going to count him out if he drops a fire song because that's been shown with the Youngboy mixtape. That's true. His only chance really is to, and I've never really given anyone this advice before, and I really don't like to, but his best bet is just to make a fucking TikTok song. <laughs> Yo. You know? I mean, honestly, if he wants to, like, see, but I feel like if he makes a, if he Paul makes. money bag, Yo. Yeah. If he makes a TikTok song, I feel like once he makes that, he's kind of like done. Like for good. What other options does he really have at this point? I, me? Because see, like, when you go TikTok, man, it's. Unless you're like Moneybag Yo or somebody like of like that type of like, of like, you know what I'm saying, caliber. Where you gotta hop back and forth. You, you really don't go anywhere else. Like your career is pretty much done. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's because those little 13 year olds, 12 year olds, 9 year olds don't really care about your music. They just care about, well, about those that people, song. Like, people on TikTok, you know, like a lot of the, you know, like you said, the 13-year-olds or kids that watch TikTok, they don't have the attention span to really look into an artist past that song or listen to a whole album. Or no, they like don't. That. They just see it as a cool song to go over a video. Of them honest. of them dancing. Right. Like which, is why, which is why if you're a TikTok artist and you're surprised that people are kind of counting you out after one that one hit – it's because of that. It's because, because you're a TikTok of the, artist. Yeah, because, <laughs> because they don't like you as an artist. They like just your song. And it's hard to recapture the magic of your song that blew up on there. It's a fact. You know what I'm saying? It's a fact. It's really hard to recapture that. The beat's kind of cool, though. You know, I think their flows are okay. But it just, it, there's nothing really stuck out about it. I'm going to no. go with a nope yeah, me, for that. That's yeah, a nope. That's a nope that for me. That is a nope for me. That but I feel me. like they could tighten it up in the future. I think, no, they could. They could. I forgot to cover Young Thug. We said to cover Young Thug after Gunna. But we can cover Young Thug now. Young Thug. Yeah. I'm going to say has my favorite single. Oh, man. Out of all of these. Come on, man. And I'm excited. I'm very, between him and Gunna, them being the two favorites. Yo, I am excited. I'm very excited to see what he brings to punk. So he uh, dropped a song that he actually performed at his Tiny Desk performance. Yes. Which is a nice little glimpse into where Young Thug is kind of going creatively with his next album. Oh, dude. Um, I love love that thing. I think that Young Thug is extremely creative, oh, and yeah. he's oh, yeah. counted out a lot. And he, if you, you you look online, you know, you look online for the most influential rappers. Almost every single page or you know article about it will tell you Young Thug, and there's a reason behind that. Yes. Now there's a way you could be influential, but not be like the greatest rapper of a generation. Now this is where I'll make a comparison to Young Thug and Kendrick Lamar. Is Kendrick Lamar the most influential gener- rapper of a generation? No. No. Is he, he's is not. he one of the best? Yes. yes, if not the best, yes. of course. But influential, you don't see a million other rappers sounding like Kendrick Lamar right now. No, you but don't. rap for the past few years, a lot of them have sounded like Young Thug. Yeah. And I've, I've said this a million fucking times. I know the listeners are probably tired of this shit by now. But, you know, Lil Baby, Gunna, you know, Playboy Cardi, yes. Lil Uzi, they, get all own, they all owe a lot of their, you know, their music even existing to Young Thug because Young Thug being a very very big influence could in you, their music taste. Now, could you put Uzi in that category too? Because I feel like the I, I feel like the the person who deserves Uzi's sound is mainly Chief Keef. I kind of feel like he kind of got his style from it, from Chief Keef. It depends on what Uzi you're talking about because like you know oh shit um Safe House Uzi for example from like you know Love Is Rage or like Love Is Rage Uzi in general I could see that a little bit more. Or like maybe like previous songs, but like I don't know how to see a lot more Young Thug in him, you know. And I mean, I could see like maybe fashion sense, and I and I, and they and they those two 
our our very close. Because you got to think about well. this though. He he had a deeper voice in his in his older stuff. That's true. Like Uzi kind of went through a little bit of a puberty, reverse puberty <laughs> music, and then, yeah. you know one album he's like, oh, it was a little more like raspier and like yeah, almost right. like, okay. and then he went from that to yeah, you know, and that's yeah, why I'm yeah, saying the Young yeah, Thug influence right. really okay, comes okay, in. Okay, okay, okay. But Uzi is probably one of the first rappers to have been influenced by Thug. And that's so early on no, that yeah. at this point Uzi could be the influence for a lot of these rappers. But that stems from Thug yeah. being an influence for him, you know? That's true. But, you know, back to the Young Thug song. Okay. Um, I think that Young Thug is delivering a, a fresh new flow, fresh yes. new sound. Oh, man. Instrumental is pretty cool. You know, yes. instrumental yes, is different. Is. I think everything about this song is different as well as it is, you know, successful in being different. Yes. It's, it's extremely exciting. You know, you could fucking get pumped up to it and shit like that, and it, it makes you look forward to what he's dropping with Punk. I think this is going to be Thug's this is, this is gonna breakthrough be, yeah. album where he isn't oh, going to yeah. be counted out anymore, which he wasn't with like, so much fun. But, you know, I think that he still is counted out to a certain degree, and right. I think this all makes me very excited for his shit coming up. I, th- I think this shit's going to be heat, honestly. Oh, this is going to be yeah. definitely heat. And I think, Gun- I think Gunna's is going to be pretty good as well. I think YSL has a lot in store for us oh, yeah. for this fall. Oh, yeah. And I'm definitely looking forward to it. This fall is going to have a lot of shit between, this, you, know, yes. y- you know, YSL dropping. We're going to get more news on the Kendrick Lamar shit dropping at the very least yep. around that time. We're going to have, like, probably Drake and Kanye by then. We got... We're, yeah. we're getting more West Side Gun. Yeah, no, we're going to get a yeah. fuck ton of shit, dude. It's going to be oh, fucking yeah. crazy. Yep. Um, you see, the thing about it is, I'm not going to lie, um, when Young Thug first came out, I wasn't a huge fan. I ain't going to lie. And even even like almost like two, three years ago, I wasn't a huge fan of Thug even then. But what really brought Thug to my attention was, uh, was the comments that J. Cole had made about him. Saying how like oh like he like 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 the way that his voice sounds is is like you know what I'm saying genius and I was just like take Cole I don't know bro right so I listened and I was just like yeah he's kind of right you know what I'm saying like what Thug is doing is monumental yeah no and people look at it the wrong way people look at it like he's not saying shit or he's just saying no, typical rap yeah it. like it's not the, that even, though but it's the fact even that his style the like the even like the way. What did he say? Like, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. That's all of that's all an aspect of it. It, it. Like, see, the thing about me is that Young Thug's bars doesn't have to make sense because he makes up for it with everything he, else. He makes up for it with everything exactly. else. You can't and, look at it as far as a lyrical sense. You got to look no, at the fact that, yes. you know, the instrumental behind it, his flow, his delivery. Yes. Everything like that is always on point with Thug. Yes. Always on point. Always on point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And even... It, Cause see, like I was under the assumption, even like one to two years ago, that Young Chugs, Chugs, that Young Thugs songs were all Billboard hits, but they're not. They're not. Like, like, like all the ones that he blew up off of are they didn't even chart. Yeah, for the first few years, I think all he had on the chart was like Lifestyle and uh, Best Friend or something like that. Yes, yeah, that's all he ones, literally yeah. had on there. Yeah, like nothing else that really made him stand out from from the crowd. There was nothing on there, but he's still one of the most influ- influential acts in hip hop to this day. No, that's a fact. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I'm going 100 percent with the dope for this. Yes, this this is a, this is a go. yeah this this is a, a dope. Slap. Not only for him, but this is a win for hip hop too. No, that's a fact. I think that he's definitely be kind of pushing the culture forward, and I think that oh yeah, he has yeah. a. 
I think Young Thug has always been one way to describe him is he's ahead of the curve. Yes. You know? So I'm definitely gonna give that a dope. Yes. Uh, I think that gives us one single to actually cover. One more. We have oh no no, we got run it up with Chef G, A Boogie, A Boogie with a hoodie and Sleepy Hollow. I'm gonna go with a nope yeah, for this one. It was uneventful. See, that I shit like, was boring, bro, and I'm a fan I, yeah. of all three of y'all, so I don't know what to tell I, I, bro, it was just, boring. It was just boring. like just like Tyler said. When you go beyond the scope of like Chef G and uh, Sleepy Hollow, because I'm I'm a fan of Sleepy Hollow. Like that was like my first. Me too, but bro, you know what I'm saying? every Sleepy every Sleepy Hollow or Chef G song I've been hearing lately just sounds the fucking same. It sounds the same. They both sound the same. Like I can't tell who's who when they get on the track together. Cause I can tell that. I, you, I, me, I really can't because like they both really they do sound the same. I think one one of their voices is like a little bit deeper than like the, than like the other. Chef G is like a little more, I say, bolder, and um, and I would say Sleepy Hollow is a lot more smooth. It's, I guess it's, so. It's like choosing a font on like uh, yeah, Microsoft right. Word, but you're just changing it from like smooth to strong. It's, it's, or like it, you know, what I mean, that's no, a, that's no, a, no, that's yeah, like it's a very or, minimal difference. Or but. like like how you get. Uh, New Roman and Times New Roman. Right, it's, yeah. it's like that or, or like whatever. Exactly, you know what I'm exactly, saying? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, dude, and A-Boogie was just kind of like... He was there. It was all right. He was the, I mean, his his hooks are always fire. Like, if you, if you get like a Rod Wave hook, a, a Boogie feature or like, you know, whatever. Well, they, they they're always even fire. do the hook? Or just have a feature? I don't know. What, I think he it, like, a feature. Yeah. If, he, if he did a Those feature or a hurts. hook, it's always nice to listen to, to A-Boogie, but... He was just kind of there in this one. Well, listen, bro. The the song isn't terrible. It's not like no, oh, it's, it's so no, bad. Like, no, it's no, it's like, it's not terrible. But it's just fucking boring. It's just uneventful. It's boring. Yeah, yeah. like literally. I'm like, sorry, it's the best way I can describe it. But there's it's fucking there's boring. nothing yeah. really there. It sounds dry. That's going. We're going with a nope for that one. Yeah, I, I got to go. Like, which leaves us that. where we disagree on this last song. Lil TJ. It was like forever in your heart or some ah, fucking right. shit like yes. that. It's okay. called uh Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait. Forever in my heart, Lil TJ. Yeah. Lil TJ's my boy. I think that Lil TJ has been kind of playing around with a few different sounds over the years. He's always has like a new little flow or something up his sleeve, you know, new shit going on. He'd recently hit it with calling my phone featuring Six Lack or Black or however the fuck you say his name. Black. Which, is, which is a very Black. dope contribution to the song as well. Um but these really ni- with this really nice like love song, you know, I miss you type ballad, and that really worked for him. That was, song was going all over TikTok and stuff like that. So with this song, "Forever in Your Heart," my heart, he continues that, and I think that he succeeds again. Honestly, um, I don't think that he's really trying anything that much new or exciting here. But I don't think Lil TJ's really been sitting on the song long enough for it to become stale yet, and it's been working, and it happens to work for this song too. So I'm gonna go with the dope for that. See. You know? I see this yeah. I'm gonna go with a note for this one. Now listen, the song was great. I did enjoy I did in, in, enjoy a nice it. Nice little sample at the beginning. Come on, that was cool, yeah. It was cool. But I'm thinking of longevity here. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, like, you know, like he had the call on my phone song, you know, like like you know what I'm saying? That was that like like that was cool. I like that song a a lot, actually. But I you see, he he can't like that that worked. But I don't know if he should just immediately run with that because again, it's 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 gonna sound stale over time. It, right, right. But the thing is, though, it's I get what you mean because if you're gonna choose that type of little TJ song, you're gonna go to calling my phone before this song. That's what I'm saying. Right. You know what I'm saying? So imagine if he puts out a whole album of this and it's just like 
after like like I said with with Chippy Red too, it's gonna be like after the tenth song, it's like oh my god. I think I actually liked little TJ's last album. I think that little TJ has been throwing out a lot of singles over the past like year and a half to two years. Yes, and they all are equally as exciting and refreshing as the last one. They are. I, they, I, I, they I would are. definitely give them that. And little TJ, I fuck with little TJ. I think he's been going super fucking hard these past couple of years, and he's been definitely um, keeping his name. Keeping his name around, keeping his name alive, yes. doing his thing, grinding yes. and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And I fuck with the song, but I do see where you're coming from. I do, I do get where you're coming from. I don't think the sound is stale yet, but I can see what you mean. Where it's just kind of, it kind of just sinks into. It'll eventually just sink into the library of other little TJ songs that sound like that. You know? No, yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? So it's a it's a good song, but in terms of longevity, I gotta give it a nope. My favorite little TJ song, mm-hmm. as of a few months ago. Was uh, Losses. That was a really good song. You ever heard that song by Lil TJ? Look up Losses. Losses. Very cool. Okay. okay. I like Lil TJ because he's like, he's like A Boogie, but better. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this. I'm sorry, A Boogie, but yeah, you know. Yeah, I can I can kind of say. I mean, although I do like A Boogie too, I, I can kind of see like yeah. what's going with that. He's like yeah. a little sloppier A Boogie. Like, you know, A Boogie's voice is slightly better than Lil TJ's. Yeah. But Lil TJ is more creative. His songs are better. His songs yeah, are more thought out, I think, that, than A Boogie's. That's very true. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, how are you going to even compare the two? I'm like, well, you know what? They're very, very. They're in the same lane. Love ballad, yeah. trap melodic the, type yeah, New York in the, rappers. Like, yeah. I'm going to compare them. You know, they're, suck they're, a fucking they're dick. In the, they're in the same lane. Right. No, exactly. But they shout are. out Lil TJ. I'm going with a dope for this. Zell, you going with a nope? I'm going with a nope. Now, let's drive the conversation back to Young Thug, okay? Okay, all right. Okay, so um, you being a Kanye West fan and everything, can you tell me, this is this is like, this is just me like really asking you to, can you tell me, has Kanye West and Young Thug ever made anything together? Have they? Because like, I, I really can't remember. They've made unreleased things together. I don't okay. recall Young Thug ever being on a Kanye album. Really? Um, I know. I know Kanye has definitely um, talked highly about Young Thug before. Yes. And I uh, do you remember. I think it was during like that one of those fashion shows. He stopped the music and gave Young Thug the ox to play um, one of his new songs at the time. Really? I forgot what song it was. Fucking with them, with them off uh, Slime Season Three. Okay, and that that showed that you know that he clearly has a lot of love for Thug. Um, yes, I think one of the unreleased Yandi songs, Young Thug was in it. I forgot which one it was. Tyler showed me one of them, and I think they have like a song that maybe like a few people were featured on, and Young Thug and Kanye happened to be on. And I just can't put my finger on it, but I don't think they've actually have like an official feature on a Thug album or official feature on a Kanye album as 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 far as I know. But they have collabed before. I just don't okay. think they. They've had an exclusive collaboration with just one another on one of their albums. I don't think that's been an official thing yet. But I think it should be a thing, and I think it very well may be a thing. It's a possibility in the future, you know? No, right. That'd be dope. The reason why the reason why I'm asking is because um, I would actually like, like to see a Kanye West and, and, and Young Thug anything, like mixtape, EP, or even, or even album, because I feel like Young Thug... And Kanye West would go great together because those are two monumental forces in hip hop coming together and making music together. No, that's a fact. You know, what I I'm mean, saying? Young Thug even has a song called Kanye West. For real? Yeah, it's off Jeffrey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting song. I gotta look at that one. Okay. Yeah, to say the least. <laughs> um, 
I know the original version of High Weights off of The Life of Pablo had Young Thug in it. Did it? Yeah. Um, so they've worked together before. Like, well, like I said, they haven't released anything official as of uh, as of yet. Okay. You know, maybe they maybe they will soon though. You never know. Okay. I think that it's very overdue. Um, but yo, speaking of Kanye, mm-hmm. we may as well uh, start the news off with uh, Kanye having his third listening party taking yep. place at Chicago Soldier Field on August twenty sixth. Yes, his manager. Apparently, what's his name? Uh, Boutiam, Boutheim. I don't know what the. Yeah, right. I'm sorry, bro. I don't know how the fuck to say your name. Um, And so after he confirmed the listening party, the third listening party going on in Chicago, um, a fan said, After this, you will finally drop the album. And he responded, Absolutely. Followed by another fan asking a very similar question Will you drop the album after this? And he said, 100%. So we can only hope that on August 26th to 28th is the time frame we should be expecting the album. Do you actually think it's going to drop? I don't know. I think I I I I I'm just going to think it's not going to drop. Because I mean Being like an actual you Kanye fan. like because like you are the Kanye expert here like, a, like I'm not a Kanye name. expert I'm just not okay well you I'm know just not the like these out, other so. I see these other podcasts like blindly following these dates like fucking sheep and they're like oh, it's, it's it's this date no it's oh it's this date it's oh this date no yeah and they're right. all fucking idiots because it's like clearly none of you fucking even have, have followed Kanye in the fucking past to, to blindly follow these dates and just go by them one after a fucking other you know the people see like one they see like. They see, like, fucking Kanye West fucking take a shit, and they're like, oh, it's fucking August 1st, you know? And it's no, like, no, yeah, it's yeah, It's just right, like, right. so I'm not basic. If it drops, it'd be fucking awesome. If it doesn't, I'm not going to be surprised. Right. And that is how any Kanye fan should look, look at, at it, it, you know? Okay. And if you don't look at it that way, you're probably not really a Kanye fan. Right. You know, like I said, I've seen, not to throw shade, but I've seen these other... You know, media outlets be like, oh, well, it's this date, it's this day. They just want to talk about a new date to talk about it dropping. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm like, not going to take Because that's 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 views and clicks. You I know think, what I'm saying? I think that Kanye is probably well aware at this point that people want the album and it's going to lose, slowly lose momentum. Unless he totally just, the only way it wouldn't lose momentum is if he doesn't drop it, doesn't talk about it for four months, and then suddenly talks about it and drops it again. Yeah, but he can't do this and then let us hold off for a few more weeks. It's slowly going to lose momentum. So he's either if, if if I were him, I would either drop it after this listening party or not drop it for a few months because people are going to be kind of sick of fucking Kanye. Are going to be kind of sick of Kanye. Yeah. After this listening party, if he doesn't drop it again, I mean, because you think you about know? it, right? The fans fans paid for the for like for the first two, and they were told to go on a live stream, and he still didn't drop it. No, exactly. They they watched that man sleep. And think about how many songs he has to break down. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry. Oh, how many songs he has to break down in general, too. Like, he has all these fucking features. I just hit the yeah. microphone. Um, he has all these fucking features, man. Um, I say the F word way too much. And it's just like, <laughs> dude, how are you going to break down all these great features that you have into, like, that's the hardest part. Like, he, he left himself in a terrible position by doing that. Um, yeah, for real. I think that... So as far as the features, this is what we heard so far. We've heard Pusha T, yep. um, Tony Williams, Don Tolliver, yep. Lil Baby, The Weeknd, Ruga, Baby Keem, Travis Scott, Lil Yachty, Playboy Cardi, Lil Dirk, Vori, Fabio Foreign, Kid Cudi, Young Thug, 070 Shake, um, Chris Brown, Roddy Rich, Conway the Machine, Casey, 
West Side Gun, Jadakiss, Jay Electronica, Sheik Louch, Styles P, Pop Smoke, wait. Francis and the Lights, Jay Z, and the Sunday Service Choir. And I th- I'm sure there's wait, a few wait, other ones like wait. Aunt Clemens and other ones that wait, have been he, included. He he got the locks on there. Apparently, yeah. He got the locks on there. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna be a banger. Yeah, I heard I heard the Griselda joint too, and I wasn't happy with it. I was like, wow. That wasn't nearly as good as I was hoping, but it's not finished. So you wasn't happy with it? Why not? We we listened to it. Remember the other week? I liked. See, okay, and I and I want to bring that 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 up to you, right? Okay. The thing was, it was good. The only part that wasn't really mixed together right was the West Side Gun. Thank God. Thank. Yes. Yeah. Like I said before, they just added his ad labels on it. But it would have literally sounded perfect. It would have sounded like anything that you would probably hear from West Side Gun. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like me being a you know fan of West Side Gun and everything. But you know, I'm just saying, if they mixed that part, it would have been good. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't bad. And kind and Conway's part was was kind of short. So hopefully they kind of like make it a little bit longer, right? Because like you know what I'm saying. So, but West Side Gun's part though, it 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 was good. Just that one part was just like, oh, dude. Oh, but like I said before, it's not really. It wasn't like really finished. Right, right, right. You know what exactly. I'm saying? So, but but the locks. Oh, I'm I'm looking forward to that one. I'm Bro, looking forward probably, to that. They one. might not not even be on it. Honestly. At least There's so many features. I, this is my question for you. If you could have five features on there, who are you choosing? Read them off again. Just go to your notepad, bro. You'll be able to read them off right away. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna read them off. Like, so I'm probably gonna choose out of. Uh, like once again, I'm gonna to say this once again for the listeners: Pusha T, Tony Williams, Don Tolliver, Lil Baby, The Weeknd, Ruga, Baby Keem, Travis Scott, Lil Yachty, Playboy Cardi, Lil Dirk, Vori, Fabio Forn, Kid Cudi, Young Thug, Zero Seven O Shake, Chris Brown, Roddy Rich, Conway the Machine, Casey, West Side Gun, Jada Kiss, Jay Electronica, Sheik Louch, Styles P, Pop Smoke, Francis and the Lights, Jay Z, and the Sunday Service Choir. Okay, so out of all these, okay. So here's here's what here's what I'm gonna put. I'm definitely going with Jadakiss. Okay. I'm definitely going with uh Jay Z. Definitely going like with Jay Z. Alright. The weekend. Uh it depends if he's singing or not that not that eighties dance music, but actual good the weekend. Well if Kanye's on the production, I doubt that's gonna I mean, it might have a little bit of influence on it. He might. All right. Well, I'm just. It, well, it it, it got to be good. But I like to see. Hey, him. hey, hey, uh, yeah. hey, hey, you mind making it sound like after hours, bro? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. None no, of that. No. None of that. None of that. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I made the weekend. Sound <laughs> I'm assuming he sounds in real life like his voice sounds like. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> All right. So that was that was three that was three that was three people, right? Um. Let me see. So, I would like to see. Okay, so I said I said the weekend last. Kid Cudi for sure. Definitely like Kid Cudi. Mm. All right, let me see. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, I could see Chris Chris Brown on here. I can see that. It's just, there's so many good ones, but there's so many ne- necessary ones. Like you gotta, you gotta have Jay Z in there. Jay Z hasn't been on a Kanye, you know, yeah. joint. Like you so gotta long. have Jay on there. Like you gotta you have got, Jay. You, you gotta have Kid Cudi on there. You gotta have Kid Cudi on. You there. know, you gotta have Travis Scott on there. You know, like uh, <laughs> doesn't say anything. I mean, I I, I can kind of 
yes, I get the Travis Scott one, but I'm like, I would, well, I, me personally, sorry, it's just like, bro, like, no offense, Tyler, but I, me personally, you can go with somebody else, you know, but, um, yeah, there, there is like, there is like a bunch of good people on here, but. What, what I'm going to go with my go-to okay. is Pusha T. Okay. Vori. Okay. Kid Cudi. All right. Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. And then the fifth one being either Young Thug, Travis Scott. Okay. Or... See, it's so hard because I want to name so many other ones, like Don Tolliver, you know, The Weeknd. But it's, it's, those are the extra ones I'm going to put there that, you okay. know, one, one of them. But, you know, you got to have, like, you know, certain ones. Like, you know, no, yeah, Jay-Z like, and Kid Cudi are like, a, you know, on Pusha T, those are like yeah. a necessity for a Kanye album, you know? See, I would agree. Pusha T, yes, but I would kind of have him sit this one out, too. The thing is about Pusha T is like put, I could live without Pusha T on this album, and the only reason why is because Pusha T has already had so many great songs with Kanye. That's what I'm saying. That it, I wouldn't mind if it was replaced by somebody else. I really am looking forward to hearing Vori on it because I love the hooks he's been doing on right. this shit. I think that's super fucking dope. Okay, Baby Keem, you know he's he was super dope on it. You know Cardi, you know I'm a little iffy on Cardi. You know I like I like, I like Cardi, yeah. but like you know. You know, he does this typical gay vampire thing going on. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Oh, it's kind of dope, though, Off the Grid. I thought Off the Grid was pretty dope. The thing is, I, I hate to leave out Fabio Foreign. It's not necessary that Fabio Foreign is on this album. Now, it's don't really get me wrong. Not. Him on Off the Grid, he kills it. That is a dope song. The song he makes does. you want to, like, fucking, you know, like, fucking commit a violent felony. It's fucking dope. <laughs> you know, the, beat's, the beat is fucking mean. Yeah, right. You know, uh, he fucking kills his shit. Fabio does his fucking thing. But it just, it just, I can live without a Fabio for an, on a uh, Kanye, as a Kanye feature on the album. Not that I don't want it. It's just that there's so many other people I want to see on that album before. That's what I'm saying. Fabio for an. That's and what I'm saying. And there's so many fucking people in this goddamn list. It's like, what the? You would know? you? Okay, so maybe not. Let's put your West Side Gun with. Would you? What if Benny was like on a track with Kanye? Would that work for you? Because that worked for me. Well, I think even Westside on the track with Kanye would work for me if it was if it was the right song. It just it that wasn't the, the song. See, the, the thing about it is, which I'm going to explain uh, again for people that don't that kind of count Westside out. If, if you got to understand the, the type of rapper that Westside Gun it. is, he does have some like and, um, uh, if Kanye, some like down to earth type beats. But most of his stuff is like in your Gun, face. So like a lot of that, like it. the like oh, you know, dude. like a lot of that, like dude, uh, high pitched. You know that would be dope. You know, that would be a like dope his, song. His style that would be a very. Banger, I'm telling you, in your face that would be. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that, that that's so, why I'm we saying. Like just, somebody, we'll like, we'll just see how things uh, end up breaking down and everything like that. And uh, people going back and to yeah, the song. That's basically fucking. That's that's it for that. Um, right, right, right. What's up with this Kendrick thing? This is what I've been looking forward to talking about. You know, I love Kanye, but it's like it's the same news three times. I'm very fucking hyped for Kendrick. Yeah, yeah. This is this will be his last album, and I repeat, his last album with Top Dog. Which a lot of people get that the the misconception is his last album. No, I don't think that's the case. No, no, no. Now, now, very well might be. It might be. He might just have like you know some bullshit stuff here and there after that, you know. But this might be his last serious concept album. I'd say. Yeah. Um, 
he posted something actually on his IG uh, where he was teasing his album release. I, I kind of g- very generally teasing his album release like, subtly. I, some people wouldn't even say that, but I have faith that he is. His uh, He posted something on Instagram, and I said, um, this is what it said. I spend most of my days with fleeting thoughts, writing, listening, and collecting old beach cruisers. The morning rides rides keep me on a hill of silence. I go months without a phone. Love, loss, and grief have disturbed my comfort zone, but the glimmers of God speak through my music and my family. While the world around me evolves, I reflect on what matters the most, the life in which my words will land next. As I produce my final, as I produce my final TDE album, I can feel joy to have been part of such a cultural imprint after 17 years, the struggles, the success, and most importantly, the brotherhood. May the Most High continue to use Top Dog as a vessel for candid creators as I continue to pursue my life's calling. There's beauty in completion and always faith in the unknown. Thank you for keeping me in your thoughts. I've prayed for you all. See you soon enough. Oklahoma or Okaylama or... I don't know. I don't know if that's his new alias or something like that or fucking what, but... That's crazy. Yeah. In response to Lamar's note, Anthony, Top Dog, Tiffith, CEO and founder of Top Dog Entertainment, wrote, With this being K-Dot, which is Kendrick Lamar, so last album on TDE, this is more of a victory lap, a celebration. I know he'll be successful in whatever it is he decides to do, and he will have our full support. So, what I'm getting here is, I think that Kendrick, from reading this off, is he's in full creative mode. He says things like, you know... He's fleeting thoughts, writing, listening. That tells yep. you right away that he's yeah. been, you know, in his that creative he's mode. Um, he's a, he goes months without a phone. Yep. I think that he's kind of. I think Kendrick, in the, in the sense of his his creative process, is he kind of pulls like a, kind of like a Frank Ocean in a sense. Yeah. Or he does like a lot of his uh, the other, a lot of people like that, you know, in that category. Um, and I think this from the, from what he's saying here about you know love, loss, and grief have disturbed my comfort zone. I think that he has a lot of shit. To let go on this album, oh, I think he yeah. has a lot to let people know about. I think that I'm very, very excited to see where he goes with the concept of this. I know it's very, it's supposed to be very rock influenced. Is it for the most part? That's what I've heard in the past, but that is such a um, dated prediction at this point. No, yeah, right. I have no idea where it could go. I know that he's said things in the past where it's going to have a lot more of a rock influence, but this is back all the way in like 2018, 2019. So it right, could have very that, well changed that by then. Changed by now, but um. I think that we're, we should be we should be hearing some more news about this album. I'm going to say within like the around fall. I think that sometime early next year we will get some singles, and I think that we can anticipate a Kendrick Lamar release fall 2022. So not this fall, but next fall. Really? And I think that earlier, yeah, like end of this year, we're going to start getting more hints about it and start talking about it more. We might see Kendrick Lamar even do an interview. Okay. And then I think, yeah, early next year will be the singles, and then late next year will be the album. Yes. But, yo, it'll be well worth the wait. No, I've been yeah, waiting for yeah, a K-Dot def- album for fucking ever, man. No, yeah. And Damn was good, but I'm waiting for another concept album that's like like a Pimp, the, Pimp a Butterfly album. No, like, yeah, you right. You know, like a fucking, which who even knows if you'll be able to capture that yeah. same that same magic, that same lightning in the bottle that he that he captured with those first two albums. I feel like he definitely could. I feel like he. I feel like he definitely could, but we will definitely see. Right, and a lot, people say that Damn didn't capture that, and yeah, it didn't capture that. But it was a very necessary album that Kendrick needed in his discography. No, yeah, like I and that it, was it fits yeah. well. You know, like it was I, it was still a great album. 
I really enjoyed that one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't th- like to me there was nothing really wrong with that one. There's nothing wrong with simplicity, you know? Like it's no, like, yeah. just because Kendrick Lamar isn't talking about these really in depth stories and talking about, you know, like you know, the social injustice and everything. It doesn't mean it's not a good song. It's just that like, you know, it was a very more um what am I looking for? A more of a broad album yeah. than the rest. You know, like see, despite it being commercial to me, it was a more personal album than anything. You know what I'm saying? Which is weird because you'd think it would be the other way around. Yeah. But it was yeah. You think it personal was, wouldn't wouldn't coincide with, with commercial. With like, you know, or like or like mainstream. It. The only song that I really didn't like because of because of how everybody like treated it was Humble. Really don't like that one. You know, I like that song, but I think that it was over. It was ruined. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was the that. main single, and I'm just like, uh, like you know. But a lot of the other songs, like yeah, Duckworth, uh, oh, DNA, yeah. those were all great songs. Those were all great, yeah, songs. all great songs. And I think Dan was definitely a, uh, even though it wasn't, it didn't have as many layers to dissect as as far yeah, as, right. as far as the album. It didn't have like, you know, like you know, a, a lot to unravel as much as the other albums. Right. I think it was still a great creative statement from Kendrick Lamar, and I think it was a great, you know, last album that he put out, you know. And since then, all we've really gotten was the uh, the Black Panther album that he was on. Yep. And we got the Untitled Unmastered, which actually might have been before Damn. That might have been yeah. 2017 now that yeah, I think around there, it. yeah, right. So not even, yeah, not even that would be after that. So it's been quite some time. Because the Black Panther dropped in 2018. That's not even a Kendrick project, you know? So that's, even if we counted that, that's still, we're still waiting four years for our Kendrick Lamar mm-hmm. project. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. But I'm really looking forward to that shit. And I feel like this one will be one to, to this one, this one would definitely be one for the, for the hip hop history book, really. Now, I think that Kendrick Lamar is, he's toying around, though, with the fact that this may be his last album. And I think it's because Kendrick Lamar is, he is very, very aware that no matter how good he is, his craft will only stay perfect for so long. That's true. And it's cool that Kendrick Lamar can notice things like that because a lot of other artists have ruined their discography and their, you know, have watered down their discography because they weren't able to be aware of things like this. Yeah. You know, and yep. I think Kendrick Lamar is kind of toying around with the fact that this may be his last album and he... Depending on how he feels, depending on where he's at, two years after the album, he might not even drop anything again. But the thing is, though, I would be still very, very satisfied with his discography. I can confidently say I like every Kendrick Lamar album. Right. And I'd rather have that than 10 years down the road, like, oh, well, Kendrick really tried on this album. It really kind of sounds like Good Kid, Mad City. I'll give it a six. Like, I don't want a, I don't want a bunch of six out of 10 Kendrick Lamar albums 10 years from now. Right. You know, God forbid, maybe there's a very small chance he might make it still 10 out of 10 albums. That's never been possible, though, for anyone, you know, really. But I, I, I think this would be a great note to end off his um, yes. his, his career on. and yep. his Because, uh, you know, he's already he's already proved so much. He's already made oh, yeah, such dude. a large impact on hip-hop as a whole. Even you know? from his earlier day, because cause I first heard of Kendrick... Lamar before he was even Kendrick Lamar. I first right. heard of him as, you know what I'm saying, K Dot when he was freestyling over like beats from like Illmatic and it was in and in it was in it was written. Which is funny because those those remixes used to be on uh Genius. Right. At one point. They're not anymore. I don't know if they are anymore. You know what I'm saying? But that's how I knew about K Dot was from those like all those 
like remixes that he did, like you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Like like over like old Nas beats and all types of stuff. I remember when he was doing those songs to J. Cole too, like the Black Friday and yeah, all that shit with that. Right. Tyler brought that up last podcast yep. as well. Those are super dope. They oh, are. Oh man, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm excited. I'm hurting for, for some new Kenny. You know, I'm, like, I, I'm I need excited. some new Kendrick Lamar. Me too. So that shit's fucking dope. That's one of the biggest news we have today between that and the fucking uh, the Donda release party. Right. Um, something else that's uh, worth mentioning. Um, Pop Smoke's best friend has stated that he has little to no music left to be released, and the vault has been run dry. Yeah. So basically, we we ain't getting no more Pop Smoke tracks. He said that he was hoping that they, some of these songs on Faith would have been released a, a year later to preserve his legacy for longer. Um, I think that would have made a difference because the songs were pretty mid in general. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, maybe more time were taken on those songs and a year's worth of time was taken to perfect those extra songs you were going to release in the future. It might have benefited Pop Smoke and his legacy. Yeah, But I think at this point, just leave the man alone. You don't got any more music left for him. Stop milking him for all his music. The way we've been seeing this, you know, breakdown and just unravel with, you know, ever since Pop Smoke's death, it's been like, it's just another ex situation, you know? And it's just like... No, yeah, right. I'm yeah. honestly kind of happy that he doesn't have any more music out because I I, 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 I like the Pop Smoke songs I listen to now, you yeah, know? Yeah, like me <laughs> you too. You know, I don't, so, I don't need to hear, you know, yeah. him on another Dwey Weep, uh song, whatever the fuck her name is, you know? We don't we don't need to hear that. We don't care. No, no. You know, so... Like, you know, so... I mean, good riddance. Not the pop smoke, but to the fucking people, who the motherfuckers milk, yeah, that are just fucking yeah, you know milking yeah. his shit and everything with it. No, yeah, word. That. So you know, rest in peace to pop smoke, and thank you for all you've done. You know, fucking meet the woo one was good. Meet the woo two was good. Shoot for the stars, and you know, I had a lot of critical acclaim. It was you know a lot of people liked it. It was a lot more commercial. It wasn't for me. It was still a decent album. I still thought it was a quality album. It just wasn't my Cup of type tea. of pop smoke. Yeah. Um, faith. They paid a little more homage to the beats. Overall, though, it's a lot more sloppier of an album. It wasn't that good. Yeah. My recommendation, check out Meet the One, Woo, Meet the Woo 1 and 2. Pop Smoke being the type of artist, you know. Go into it expecting a Pop Smoke song. Don't expect me to ch- show you another My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy or another right, yeah. fucking, right. you know what I mean, another Illmatic or something like that. It's, right. You get what you get out of it. But the songs all fucking slap. So definitely definitely check that shit out if you never checked it out before. Shout out Pop Smoke. Rest in peace, Pop Smoke. Um... One more thing that's worth mentioning. Um, rapper Germ witnessed his girlfriend getting kidnapped and murdered. I know. You hear about that shit? I did. That was that was kind of like hard to right. hear, man. Yeah, it's crazy. So listen up. Um, we got It says, Atlanta-based rapper Germ is in the morning after the murder of his girlfriend, Mary Ann. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. I don't want to, you know. Butcher her last name. Yeah, butcher yeah. her last name. Who he said he, he had witnessed get kidnapped hours before she was found dead. The abduction of her... 27 occurred around 5 a.m. Friday when the bartender was arriving to the home she shared with Germ, born Jeffrey Antoine, which is his name, is his real name, following her late-night shift at the Reverie VR bar. Germ previously stated in a 911 call released by Atlanta police that she was getting out of her car when he, he saw a man grab her at gunpoint and force into another vehicle that sped away. Four hours after the call, police discovered her body at a location about a mile and a half away from where she was last seen. Wow. That's that's that's, that's fucked up. That's heavy. That's mad fucked up. I never heard Germ's music, but I've I've heard of him. I've heard of Germ. Um, I think he raps like with the Suicide Boys and everything like that. Okay. Yeah. So what's up with that? Do you think? Do you think that there was some type of like inside? 
thing I, between that shit or like like there's no way she just randomly get abducted or something like that. It could happen to anybody. I mean, you know, I don't really want to speculate too much, but I mean like I don't know, you know, what could have happened. See, dude, being famous puts all these eyes on you. And no, you yeah, just like, constantly not have to worry about yourself, but, you know, the people you love, your yeah, friends, your family, like, all anything, that shit, you know? Anything can, can happen to you. Like, like if you know, like, let's say if you know Travis Scott's cousin, right, for example. I'm going to pick on Travis Scott. If you know Travis Scott's, like, third, fourth cousin, right, and you tell a bunch of people, they might do something because that's Travis Scott's third, fourth cousin. You know what I'm saying? No, exactly, exactly. And it makes it more more personal if it's like a if or if, if it's like a mom or a girlfriend. Do I read something that like her her body was like I don't know it was like butchered or some shit like that or some crazy shit like yeah that's fucked up. Dude. I mean they got I guess the guy who did it. I guess that I guess shit will they fuck you up in the head though. He, I, prayers out to him, man. Pray, yeah. Prayers out to Jeremy because that shit is fucked up. I couldn't even imagine. The the, the 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 thoughts he has going through his head right now that shit's fucking crazy. Yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in peace to Shorty though. That's that's wild, bro. Rest in peace, man. That's wild. Yeah. That's some shit. We got a lot of like violent, violent like shit like that. We it seems you know we got between that, we got also that's definitely worth mentioning. Biggie Smalls killer confirmed in a DJ Vlad interview. Did you hear about that? Yes. Uh, that you, was that was. You said uh, that Suge Knight revealed the actual killer. His ex capo Mob James. Oh, okay. Talked to DJ Vlad in an interview, and I guess he shared some details about the night Biggie was killed. Um, it says that he believed that Reggie White Wright Jr. believes a, a member of the Bloods and Knights affiliate, Wardell Pucci Faust, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, was the person who killed the notorious B.I.G. When DJ Vlad asked Mob if he believes this theory, he immediately gave the thumbs up and quipped, right on. Everybody at Death Row had a certain talent, was a certain kind of way, he said. Some cats had no talent whatsoever. Some cats was in, in the fam for the paper, and the money was good, doing certain things. Bob also responded to P. Diddy's former bodyguard, Gene Deals, claimed that a man with a bow tie pulled the trigger at, at Biggie. He claimed that Gene wasn't even there at the scene, but he remembered seeing Reggie there. Mob added, Gene can't say he seen the dude pulling the trigger. He just say he remembers seeing the guy with a bow tie around, and that's the truth. He did this. But they don't say that that's the man who did it. So it's kind of like a he said, she said thing, but it's still a no, possibility. It's still no, interesting yeah. to mention because right, yeah. his whole – Biggie's whole death is still all up in the air it's years still later. All you know, like over like you know 20 years later at this, yeah. at this point almost, right? Five almost, yeah. Yeah, because uh, it was like what, 97? I, I think that was 97. 97, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So it's been, a, it's been a while. So it's been, it's been about 27 years. Around there, give or take. So despite the contrasting stories, Mob James believes that Poochie, who passed away in 2003, was a person who killed Biggie Smalls. So seeing as that this guy is dead now, we won't really know what, yeah, the answer it's to that. Like so we, just kind of like a what-if situation. Yeah, right. It's, it's but it's still, it's still interesting, nothing less. Um, I think that there's been a lot of fingers pointed yes. since Biggie's death. So I think that it's kind of like all over the place. But hey, it's a possibility. It you is know, a possibility. It definitely is a possibility. You're right. That shit is fucking crazy, though, dude. Maybe one day, I feel like people actually, out, like, I feel like there's somebody out there who actually knows, and maybe one day we might actually get a real answer. Right, yeah. What do you like better by Biggie? Ready to Die or Life After Death? What would you go to call a classic first? Okay, first of all, I got to give it props like words, dude. Ready to Die will forever be a classic. That was, yeah. that's it. You know what I'm saying? But... The album that I go to, I mean, I go back to both. 
But if I had to really pick, I would say life after death. Okay. So you're just gonna give you're giving the you're you're giving his first album, you know, credit where it's due because it's his first album. Yes, but you like the second album better. I, I, not better, but a lot more. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Just because, like, how it starts off. I mean, how the first Biggie album starts off is really good too. Like, yeah. it's kind of like a backstory of like how like he was born and how he how like he he was raised and all that other stuff, right? But the first intro song is it sets the tone of that life after death. Like, you have to listen to that. That that's one that I would really say listen to. Matter of fact, I'll. Let you hear that when we like, you know what I'm saying, like off off screen. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Yes. So, you know, and then it just sets the tone for the rest of the album. You know what I'm saying? So I would have to go with uh Life After Death. Yeah, he does have a lot of classics on there. He does. Hypnotized, a lot of a lot of ones that, that you that you've probably heard of before. Problems. Yeah. Yeah. Ten Crack Commandments. You've heard of that one before. You know, I've heard of all these. Yes. The shit with R. Kelly. Yep. Wow. Yes. I noticed that uh, Ready to Die has a lot more songs on it, though. Oh, because it has the remastered versions of yeah. shit on there as well. Yeah. 2005 remastered. Yep. Um, obviously, that one has Juicy, which is his breakout you That's know, single. His, yes. You know. Do you, what What'd you think about that, like, going back to it? This, uh, this has been talked about for years, but um, when he talks about blowing up, like, the world trade... That shit was kind of weird, don't you think? No, it was just it was just like a metaphor, you know. Was it was it a good place one? That's debatable. But that was before the September 11th attacks. Was it? Yeah. I think that released in ninety six or ninety seven. The world. Oh. Yeah, that's what's weird about it. Oh wow. So this album released mm-hmm. in on September thirteenth, nineteen ninety four. And he says, blow up like the World Trade. Was the World Trade the Twin Towers? That's that's the assumption. I mean, no, 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 no. The World Trade Center or building wasn't it wasn't wasn't the wasn't the the uh, Twin Towers. There's actually a book. All right, I forgot the the book title, but I think I believe the I believe the World Trade Center blew up in I think '93 around there. Like it was. Okay. Like, it was the early '90s. I think it was sometime maybe before. Don't don't quote me, listeners, or even or or, or even UG. I believe it was sometime before '94. Okay. And um, there's a book. There's there's a dude uh, um, that like kind of documents it because his father was the one who blew up the World Trade Center. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? I forget what the book is called though. But there is a book out there that kind of like that that kind of documents. Okay. Why, like, where his family was and how his father even got to that point to to doing a terrorist act in the first place. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So that line would make sense in terms of 90s chronology. Okay. In my opinion, because I think that did happen in, in, I believe, 93. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I guess, yeah, I probably probably was over, I was probably thinking about that in a whole different... We could actually just fact check, like, right now, okay. Fact check that shit, come on. Yep, let me see if my I would say it's a pretty pretty quick show, not not a lot going on in hip-hop as of right now, but just enough, I'd say. Um, See, uh, we still, we got a a fuck ton of stuff in the vault, though, I know we're working on a few interviews, I know Tyler has a certain person in the vault that he's looking to interview, a... uh, a uh, rapper that's blowing up. 
um, or actually has been blowing up. I actually have an interview that I'm working on in the next couple of weeks. And we are about to be experimenting with a whole lot new different like, types of segments and different things that we're going to be playing around with and kind of see what works, what doesn't work. And we're going to kind of put on – we're somehow going to implement some type of polls to see what you guys are fucking with and what you guys aren't fucking with. But it's kind of hard to do that when there isn't something directly you guys can vote on from clicking on the episode because I know it's a little bit of a harder when – you have to go to our Instagram, you have to go to this, you have to go to that. So we're going to find a way we can plug that right into the episode or to the description or something like that where you guys can vote for these things so we can figure out what you guys are fucking with and what you guys aren't fucking with. But, you know, just just so our listeners know, in the near fu- future, we are going to be knocking out a lot more shit, going to start unraveling this a lot more, going to start snowballing into something bigger. We appreciate all the love and support we've been getting. You know, yes, that, shit, that shit's what's up. Our uh, Instagram's getting a lot more followers. If you don't know, uh, have them follow us on Instagram. It's going to be Noise Candy on Instagram. It's just Noise Candy, right? It's nothing else. It's, I don't think it's Noise Candy Podcast. Uh, yeah, it's just yeah. Noise Candy. Right. Or you could follow the Podcast Precinct, which is our actually our network that we are under. But yeah, guys, so stay tuned. I appreciate you guys fucking with us. Yeah. You know? Um, To add quickly. Yeah. So the World Trade Center bombing was in 93 it was a car bomb attack oh yes yes yeah in my defense if you google it my defense chat that's before my time so if if you do google it the first thing the the first thing that came up was the 2001 attacks on the actual twin towers but the world trade center was in 93 where yeah you know, so with that, yeah, so that, so that, so that bar does make sense in okay. the in the nineties uh, chronology. I thought Biggie was on some like fucking Simpsons type shit, you know, uh, nah, predict the future and all nah, that shit. Because nah. the Simpsons has done that, yeah, plenty of times. It's they have kind of creepy. It's funny because they have a, been. yeah, like they had a, they had an episode where Trump became president and he became president. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying, I which, know. Is, which is weird because it kind of if you watch that episode. It was that was really eye opening. Like, yo, that was and that and, and I think they did that in, in like I want to say two thousand, right? So almost yeah, like twenty one years ago, basically. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know. Oh, quickly before I forget. Um. So last week I had mentioned that my best friend Anthony dropped before the album. Yeah. So now we finally have the the true album. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, highly acclaimed. Which I produce a track on there too, you know okay. what I'm saying? Uh, the, the track is called Savage. So, uh, yeah, check check that out. Check that shit out. What's yep. it on? What, what do you got? On? Is it gonna be on Spotify? YouTube? Um, right now it's on Spotify. I'm gonna check Apple Music really quick because I mean I use Spotify personally. But let me see, Anthony, 1999. All right. Um, let us see. Let us see. Uh, yes, it's on there too. Okay. Um, yes. So it's it's on Spotify and Apple and, and Apple Music. So if you use both of those services, you can definitely like you, you can definitely um, check it out. Or right, yeah, check and that see, shit out. See if you like it. If you do, uh, always stick around. And uh, yeah. So just right. just wanted to announce that too. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Let's yeah. fucking go. Yep. Um. Yeah, I guess it's this time we could just kind of yeah just. Recap, you know, basically, yeah, we have a lot of things. Yeah, we're looking forward to in the future. We're kind of toying around with the idea of uh, maybe visuals that won't be for a few months, though. Yeah, right. But in the meantime, though, we're gonna start getting, like I said, we're gonna start getting some interviews on. 
We're going to start doing trying some new segments. You know, we're going to start start trying implementing other things into the show. You guys have any ideas? You can uh, email Noise Candy, but it's going to be with a Z. So N O I Z E K A N D Y L L C at gmail.com and put any ideas you got on there. We'd love to fucking hear them. I seriously would love to hear them. I would, you guys, I, you guys are the listeners. I want to make you guys happy. This is more your show than ours. Right. And you guys are the ones that make that made us and why we're still doing this. So, you know, any ideas you got? But like I said, you know, interviews on the way, visuals eventually soon to come. And yeah, maybe even some solo shit. I'm planning on doing some uh, reaction videos. I know me and Carzel were kind of toying around with that idea. Yeah. Of doing some shit with that. I got you OBS were. in my fucking house and I got a webcam and all that shit. So I was thinking about doing something with that as well and reacting to stuff in live time. Um, but yeah, that's about it for Noise Candy for this week. All right. Zell, would you add anything? Uh, no. Nah, no. Nah. Word. All right. I guess that's it then. All right. All right. Skirt. We out. this thing. Tighten up. Come here. All right, guys. Here's the situation. Two minutes left. Zero timeouts. Down by a touchdown. we got to drive 75 yards. All right? We can do this thing. I believe in each and every one of you. But real quick, did you guys know that the Two Point Conversation podcast runs five days a week, Monday through Friday, with various co-hosts and different themes every day? And then you can listen to them on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. So what's the play? Just, all right, just, come on, hurry up. Get to the line and just run, and I will get it to somebody, all right? Come on, on three. Ready. Set. Mother. Delay of game. Offense.